amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. It has been long overdue to expose the truth that the Democrats and Republicans are sucking the life out of America's liberty and usurping our rights at every turn. Now is the time to seize our civil liberties and take back our individual rights. Here on Southern Liberty, we will expose it all. With his musket on his back, the Declaration of Independence in one hand, and the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Roderick Threats. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Sunday, Liberty Defenders. Happy Father's Day to all the wonderful fathers out there. Hopefully your your children your turn spoiled you today. Um and all that good jazz. Hope they loved on you like they were supposed to. We're we're gonna we're gonna get into something, Liberty Defenders, right? Now, the, the, this, this, we we have another teach another teachable moment, but I, I I want to go deeper with y'all on this, right? Because I, I I need y'all to really understand the United States Constitution and understand its functionality outside of your feelings, right? Now, everybody, we've been talking about everybody's been talking about the whole Adam Schiff censor censure and um how it would have imposed a 16 million dollar fine right on on adam schiff right now here on the surface right most people in their feelings right and and i gotta you know I, i'm gonna i gotta call out a certain group of people you know what i mean y- 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 y'all know exactly who, who, who i'm talking about right it's it's a lot of the it's 90 percent of the MAGA folk right that are sitting here Literally, and mind you, right? I don't, I don't defend people. I only defend the document because people are are able to defend themselves. But I mean, by God, right? These people are literally attacking the document that gives us our liberty and want to flip it upside down, just like Democrats do, right? We have people that claim to be constitutionalists. Literally jumping on liberty defenders for defending the document that gives them that liberty and misinterpreting it just like Democrats do to to get their way. 
I mean, somebody has to hold the line, right? Somebody has to hold the line. I wonder when the last time these people have actually picked up the Constitution and read it to understand it. Not read it to say you read it, but read it to understand it. I think people read things, right? People read things to say they've read it and can't speak on it appropriately. Kind of like those people that slept at the Holiday Inn Express and now they're an expert at robotics, right? I mean, you just can't read the Constitution in one or two settings and call yourself some sort of maven, right? Some sort of guru at the Constitution because there's a lot of nuance that's in those clauses, in those articles, in those amendments. There's a lot of nuance of interpretation. There's a lot of history that goes into the that are that that are in those clauses. And the reasons, the arguments they had at the Philadelphia Convention to put these things in the Constitution. You just can't read it and just say, oh, yeah, then interpret it the way you want it to interpret. No, because it wasn't your document. Right. To interpret any kind of way. And this is how Democrats get into trouble. This is how Democrats get into trouble. And it's liberty defenders like us. I say, wait, 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 wait. That's not what that means. That's not what that means. People stop. We got to jump on some Republicans the same exact way, don't we? No, 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 no. That's not what that means. That's not what that says. You can't change you, right, you can't change how what the word means in a sentence and defer it to what you think it means in a sentence when the definition of the word is clear. Right? We get people seem to forget the meanings of words, right? And the definitions of words. They're two different things. You can never change the definition of the word again, right? I've said it before, and <clears throat> y'all probably said it before. Definitions, right? are finite right they're finite that's it that's what the word means i mean that's what the definition of the word is now how you apply it right how it's applied is your meaning of the word right but that doesn't make it correct because if it does if your meaning does not jive with the definition of the word you're failed by default You have got a big F by default. But here's the problem, right? Because, and here's the problem, right? And and I want to take y'all down through here, right? Now, mind you, right? I, I, again, I'm not trying to change you guys' minds. I'm not trying to do any of that, right? But I want you to see, right? What the Constitution says about Measures like this censure with that fine, right, to Adam Schiff and the the, the, the the correct way to look at it and then make your assumption from there. But I'm going to take y'all down through there so you understand where people like me and Thomas Massey and, and the, the Liberty Defender types, right, we look at this, right? Now... We, we, we have to remember, right, 
Article 1, Section 5, Clause 2 of the Constitution says each house may determine the rules of its proceedings, punish its members for disorderly behavior, and with the concurrence of two-thirds, expel a member, right? That's the expulsion clause, right? Now, now, watch this. Let's just say we created an amendment, right? And the amendment says no member can be fined an excessive amount of punishment or salary reductions to enforce fines cannot be enacted without an intervening election, right? That that particular type of amendment would put a clamp down on the expulsion clause, right? Because we're changing the power right now. We have to remember, right? The base text of the Constitution does not overrule the amendment. The amendment overrules the base text, right? And with that dichotomy I presented to you, right, it would limit the power of Congress to regulate its members, okay? Now, in fact, let's think about this a minute, right? Because we're, we're sitting here, we're talking about, right, the fine portion, right? The 16 million, which everybody's like, oh my God, they should find him. He, they, he spent so much taxpayer money and, 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 and all this, all this stuff. And I'm sitting here like, okay, he costed the taxpayers. Uh, I want y'all to think about this a second and we'll get back on track a second, right? They say Adam Schiff costed taxpayers $32 million, but only going to find him 16 million. There's some math adding up there. But anyway, I digress. I just wanted to put that out there. Things are not by coincidence, by chance. Um, But anyway, right? The Eighth Amendment specifically says excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishments inflicted. Right? Per the Eighth Amendment... Congress can't levy or impose an excessive fine on a member, nor can they draw a quarter a member as punishment. I want you to think about that a second, right? I want you to think about what 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 uh, our lovely document is saying. They they can't do it. They don't have the power to do it. Right? But I I I I I, I digress though, right? The twenty seventh amendment, right? Watch this. The 26th Amendment says no law varying the compensation of the services of the senators and representatives shall take effect until an election of representatives shall have intervened. I mean, look, this is our document that we got to live by, but people want to circumvent this document. Right. They, they want to circumvent this document to get back at the other team. And this is the, the ladies and gentlemen, Liberty Defenders. The Constitution is not a political whipping post. 
We should not start like the Democrats are trying to use the Constitution as a, a, a as as a whipping post. We can't start that because then this country will be in free fall, right? It'll be a free for all and in free fall, all at the same time. People want to devoid the principles that have the, and the bedrock and the foundation of this country, right? With that being said, right, can Congress cannot alter a member's salary unless Congress has set for re-election at the ballot box, right? So in other words, right, if you were to change the compensation of a of Congress, it would have to be, right, it, w- it would have to be immediately after the election, right? It would have to be after the election. So that time period, the lame duck period, is when they could pass legislation to change the salaries of Congress or potentially dock whatever, right? But we're still we're still doing that, right? Now remember now before the twenty seventh amendment, right? If members did not voluntarily pay no existing law enabled Congress to confiscate money from members. Now, the censure and expulsion by two-thirds vote or pay deductions could possibly be tried to motivate payments of fines. It very well could, right? Now, if y'all remember back in 2021 when Pelosi had that whole wear a mask thing and Republicans, right, didn't wear their mask, right? They were fined, right? And their salaries were reduced for refusal to wear a mask. But remember, this is still in federal litigation, right? This is in federal, this, this is in litigation still right now, right? And Nancy Pelosi's on the wire. That's why Nancy's been very quiet. Hmm? Now, let's be clear, right? What Adam Schiff did was lie, right? What he did was lie. Unfortunately, lies are protected speech. We just, we, you, you got to concede that. We can't pick and choose what speech is not, is and is not protected. All speech is protected. I don't, this is, again, this is why we talk about we don't, we don't like, hate speech law or hate crime law because there's no such thing. Crime is crime, right? And speech is speech. You can't add a modifier to it to circumvent something, right? I mean, if we look at the speech and debate clause in the Constitution, right? It says representatives for speech or debate shall not be questioned in any other place, right? Members are basically what that saying is members are constitutionally authorized to say that which could be considered defamatory or illegal anywhere else. They can say whatever the hell they want. They could stand in the middle of the house and say how Hitler and it's protected. I'm sorry, people, but we get, look, equal application, right? It's disgusting. We can shout the person down for saying saying the bullshit, but can we criminally charge them? No. Can't touch them, right? Constitution's absolute, right? 
I mean, a lot of our friends need to come to a, uh, a coming to Jesus moment when it comes to these things, right? Because here's the other piece of this, right? The courts, right, gave expansive latitude to interpret the expulsion clause, right? And congressmen only have power because of the Constitution. And if we decide to ignore that, they have no power at all. Right? If you ignore the United States Constitution, right, as a congressman or or, 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 or congressperson, by default, you have no power. If you ignore the Constitution as the people, you have lost your power. I mean, you can apply the Constitution improperly or you want. A court is going to tell you if you're right or wrong. Right? Precedent is going to tell you if you're right or wrong. But as soon as you ignore it, you have lost all your power. Here's in in this this is here's the thing it's really upsetting if people grown ass people that knew how to read. Would actually read. Right? Like like this 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 one thing I just seen on Facebook, right? I, I want to read you what this person said verbatim. These are not my words, these are her words. Right? She she tells she tells Thomas Massey on Facebook, listen, you screwed up. You won't admit it, but you did. That man cost Americans over thirty two million dollars on lies. Censure is a slap on the wrist. There has to be a penalty for the horrific lies he spewed over and over and over again for years. The bill, if voted for, would have sent the resolution to ethics, which then could assign punishment for censure. No, incorrect. Incorrect. Literally incorrect. Incorrect. A resolution is a piece of legislation. You are a, a resolution is a piece of legislation that 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 is that is agreed to either in one or two or one or both chambers, depending on the circumstance of the resolution. It doesn't send anything anywhere. It doesn't send it to no ethics committee. The resolution came out of ethics. That's the problem. But again, these are people, right? I'm just pointing out the glaring thing here, right? So this person goes on to say, you and your 20 cowards voted to not even allow that. I get it. You're arguing that Pelosi's fine against you and others is unconstitutional. Therefore, you won't vote for finding someone else because that could be used as counter argument. But the bottom line is the censure isn't, isn't enough. And the fine 
would not have come out of his salary. There were provisions to have any fine come out of the millions in campaign finance he has. That again is incorrect because now you're commingling funds from campaign finance and the things he has done since he, he, he's been paid, right? As a congressman, this person is, you can't do that. Are you kidding me? And even with that, even with that statement, right? This person also forgot. <laughs> Here's what's interesting. Article 1, Section 9, Clause 3, right? What does that say? No bill of attainder shall be passed. So, those of you who are probably sitting here asking, Bill, Bill, Bill of Attainder? What's a, what's, a, what's, a, what's a Bill of Attainder? Oh, let me put you on game. A Bill of Attainder is a piece of legislation that declares a party is guilty of a crime. Now, we just said, right? We just said that a House resolution is technically a piece of legislation, right? Hmm? So how, how are you going to sit there and say, we're going to find Adam Schiff $16 million behest of the Eighth Amendment and the Bill of Attainder Clause in the United States Constitution? I want y'all to really understand what, 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 uh, what, what's going on here. People want you to... F off the Constitution. We got to get our political opponent. Because look, bills of attainder, the reason the bill. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Of attainder, the, the bill of attainder clauses in the Constitution is because it would the uh, bill of attainder would violate the Constitution's separation of powers, right? Because by levying a bill of attainder, what you're saying is, you know what, you get no trial, right? Article three, right? You get no trial, and we're going to impose a penalty on you because we think you're guilty, right? This is why bill of attainders are bad news and that's why it is in our constitution and most of our state constitutions right i want people to understand it as 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 they're, as they're talking through this whole thing right as this person continues to say and frankly i'd rather seen adam schiff have the fine come out of his salary to send a strong message that line to the public like he did is going to be punished what and look, this person, this per, this person's post has over twenty thousand likes. I'm like, there's twenty thousand people out here, literally 
and knowingly, I, I just say, I almost say literally and knowing. They probably don't know because, again, going back to the top, I said people read the Constitution to say they read it, but they don't read it to understand it or interpret it correctly. Right. 20, 25, 25.3 K likes. And I'm like, this is all full of tear down, tear down the Constitution. Just tear it down behest of our political enemies. We got to get back at them as quickly as we can. Right. We got to get at our political opponents so bad because they targeted us for so long. And I, guys, I get it. I get it. Trust me. I get it. But we cannot tear down. Right. We cannot tear down the document. Right. That gives us our liberties. Because if we tear it down, we got nothing again. Right. We have no power if we tear it down or we selectively pick and choose. Right. I mean, the Constitution, I mean, I think we all agree it's holding on by a small itty bitty thread. A small itty bitty thread. Very small. Like this, listen, we can't use the United States Constitution as a weapon against our political opponents. We just can't. Right. Which brings me. To one of the best liberty amendments of the Bill of Rights, the Ninth Amendment. All the other amendments are great. All of them are great. They are fantabulous. All one through eight and number 10, but nine is the best one. Right? Right? The enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. Y'all have heard me repeat that a million times before, before we start, started to show a few years back. And there, there's, a, there, there's, a, there's a reason Right. There's a reason. Because here's the thing, right? We we have we have to understand what the Ninth Amendment does, right? The, the, the Ninth Amendment calls on the courts to limit the interpretation of enumerated federal power. OK, in order to preserve the people's retained right to local self-government. Right. With that being said, that gets that that that's very expansive, right? Because we can declare anything a right, right? You know, we talked about well, during COVID, right? We talked about economic liberty, right? It's it's protected by the Ninth Amendment. But then again, here we go, right? There's a lot of things that fall under the Ninth Amendment we don't talk about, right? But I I, I want to uh, I I I I I remember, um. Listening to uh, uh, when George Bork was going to be confirmed, right, to the Supreme Court, which they basically blocked, right? And Judge Bork said that the Ninth Amendment, right, 
um, is, is a, a constitutional ink block, right? In his argument, he says that judges could not use the amendment to decide cases without knowing something of what it means, right? So, in other words, somebody just can't come in, come walk in and and say, "Oh, well, um, this is my right to this, 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 whatever," and they say, "Okay, whatever." No, they can't do that. The Ninth Amendment limits the judges from doing that, right? As it should, because people can come up with anything, right? And again, this is why. See, watch this. You know how they say that um, abortion is is, is is a woman's right, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we've heard the arguments, right? You know, if you look back, their argument was on privacy. It wasn't a right, right? It wasn't an unenumerated right through the Ninth Amendment. They wouldn't. They they, they wouldn't argue the Ninth, right? Right? They wouldn't argue the Ninth Amendment. Right. So he argued the 14th, the bullshit 14th and due process and privacy. Right. They want to argue the ninth. <laughs> this is why I've talked about that before. Right. They should have argued it on the ninth. If abortion was such a right, they should have argued. They should have argued it on the grounds of the Ninth Amendment. But they didn't. Right. So. When we're talking about Ninth Amendment. We have to go back, right, to its adaptation at the Philadelphia Convention, right, in 1787, right? Now, remember, this was absent of the Bill of Rights, right, from the original constitutional design, right? We have to thank the Anti-Federalists for the Ninth and Tenth Amendment. We have to thank them for that. Because if not... We would have had a lot stronger centralized federal government, right? Now, now one of the one of the framers, James Wilson, you don't hear about him too much, right? Um, he defended the decision of the fra- framers to leave even very popular rights, you know, such as freedom of the press, unprotected, because the very declaration of such a right in the Constitution may have been construed to imply that some degree of power was given to the federal government with respect to the press since we undertook to define its extent. And he's exactly right. But look, our federal government has violated that, have they not? Y'all really think about this a minute. The federal government has literally violated that axiom by feeding a particular narrative to the media Telling Twitter, right, to shut down expert doctors, right? Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? They violated that axiom. They said, no, since the right is not defined, we're just going to say we're just going to do it undercover under the slip of executive authority to circumvent that, right? Isn't that what they did? Now, oh, dear Wilson, though, oh, dear Wilson. Did, 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 did draw a pun, the interpretive ca- canon called inclusio unis esto exclusio ulterius. In other words, in Latin, let me, re- let me translate that into English. The inclusion of one thing necessarily excludes all others. Okay? Now, the, and that remember, that, that axiom has been widely accepted by the courts. 
at that particular time around the world, really, right? It's it's one of those doctrines that just, you know what I mean, makes sense, right? It makes sense, right? But the Federalist contended that if the Bill of Rights had been included in the Constitution, right? Remember, we've got to keep this in mind. Now, finish this statement, and, and, and I, I'm going to pull on, right? The, the, the Federalists contended that if the Bill of Rights had been included in the Constitution, courts might construe the limited enumeration of rights to deny the existence of other rights and to constructively enlarge the scope of federal powers. Right now, Alexander Hamilton, he wrote in Federalist 84 that a Bill of Rights that contained various exceptions to powers which are not granted would afford a colorable pretext to claim more than were granted, end quote. Instead of relying now, we instead of relying on a limited and almost certainly incomplete enumeration of particular rights that the people could retain after the Constitution's adaptation, Federalists did argue, right, that such rights would be better protected by the limited enumeration of federal powers. Now, I want to say this, right, before people get confused at what I just said. The Bill of Rights is separate from the Constitution. They are technically two different documents, but we put them together as one. But they are two different documents, right? Remember, the Constitution tells the government what they can and cannot do. The Bill of Rights tells the government what they cannot violate. Right? They can't violate our speech. They can't impose they can't Im- impose excessive fines, right? They 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 cannot um infringe on the second, right? They can't force us to house troops. Right? They can't they they they, they can't take away due process. They can't take away privacy. They 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 have to give us a speedy trial, right? Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? It's two documents, but we combine it into one because you know, whatever, right? It's it's easier that way, but it is two different documents, right? Just like Alexander Hamilton said in Federalist 84, if it would have been in, the Bill of Rights would have been included in the Constitution, the government would try, right, to 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 seed some of those, right? But they but see again, right? Again, Alexander Hamilton's vision is impeccable because. What has the government done? Right? What has the government done? They have infringed on all those rights. Because the, remember, the 14th Amendment imposed the Bill of Rights on the states. Right? Got to remember that. Right? The 14th Amendment imposed the Bill of Rights on the states. Okay? Now, with that being said, right? With that, with that being said, we see the federal government with the head nods of their uh, of their cronies, their status cronies, have literally taken up the Bill of Rights as their own, and it doesn't apply to them. Those are the those are the people's right. The, 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 that's those are the people's rights, right? And government is supposed to back off of all ten of those. They have no jurisdiction, right? But here we are, right? having to talk about this, right?
See, now, keep in mind, right, the Anti-Federalists did argue that the Constitution had already posed the threat of expansive interpretation that Federalists claim would result in, in enumerating rights. However, the Federalists, right, never settled on a satisfactory response to that objection. Nonetheless, through all of that, right, ratification in the states proceeded because it was the right thing to do, right? And to understand that additional rights will be constitutionally protected through the Article 5 process, right? Through ratification. See, people, it's up to us, right? At this point in time, from what we're seeing from our, our, our fellow United States nationals, it's going to be us to educate and at the same time take back what the rest of the country is trying to destroy cooperatively. And they're trying to destroy our rights. They're trying to cede our rights, secede our rights to the federal government. But every single turn we make, every single turn we see on social media, right? Because we know the government sees all that, right? We know they see all that. We're not crazy enough to think, oh, no, they're not looking at our stuff. Yeah, whatever. Right? And they say, oh, this is what the people are saying, and we're going to throw something out there to instigate it a little bit, right? We're going to throw something out there to instigate it a little bit, throw a little bit something else out there. And then get the people over, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Ah. And then the perfect thing happened with this resolution, right? Republicans did the same thing. <laughs> they did the exact same thing. They got their base rolled up, right? Forget how they think it's going to go. But they'll let the people, right, 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 they'll seek their Bill of Rights to the federal government for a nap in a hacky sack. <laughs> we got to take our rights back, people. That That's just it, bottom line. We got to, we, 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 we have to, we have to get on a mission. To take it back. And I know we can do it. I know we can do it. I know we can. We've seen it before. We've seen it with the emergence of the Tea Party. We've seen it. We've seen it happen. And yeah, the government shut them down. Yeah, government shut them down. Sure enough. Right. They did everything they could to shut them down. Call them all kinds of terrorists and racists and things like that. Right. I have hope. I still have hope. As dark as it may be, I still have hope. Yeah, we might have to bird dog a few people. Yeah. But our rights. Right? Our rights, no matter who the foe is, even if they you think they are on your team, you have to fight them too. You have to educate and fight them too. Because those same people you don't educate or you don't fight with will see the, if they see the way their First Amendment, they might say yours is going to at the same time. 
We got to be on the same page when we come to this. And we're coming around as a country for the most part, but we still have some fringe elements out here that are not understanding what their rights entail. And understand how the United States Constitution is supposed to work. It is a hard road, Liberty Defenders. It is a hard road. But it's worth fighting for. And I am blessed that I have thousands of you that listen to me. Talk about this on Sundays. And support me. Because I know y'all have the same heart and passion that we can. We will save this nation at all cost because as I like to say we need to leave it the way we found it right I came in I was born in a world May 9th 1975 I was born into a world that was post civil rights first generation to see equal rights equal protections under the United States Constitution and I plan on to my last breath to leave this nation the same way I came into it that's my mission that's it there's no additional stuff no extra stuff, no nothing. I am leaving the country the same way I found it down <laughs> at my last breath. And I think all of you share the same passion. We just got to get geared up. We just got to get geared up for it, right? And you already know how that works out. Bill of Rights tells you exactly how to gear yourself up for it. They tell you exactly how to do it. I appreciate everybody coming through as always. Remember, people, read your constitution. Read it to understand it. If you have questions about it, feel free. You know how to get a hold of me. Feel free to ask me, and I will give you everything I have written on it, even historical text I've used before. To help you understand because it is my job as uh, as a supplier of information to make sure everything is clarified so until next time y'all make sure we'll see you tomorrow night for what the hell life love liberty and happiness peace thanks for listening to the southern liberty podcast if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with others post about it on social media Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.bpmg.us or leave a rating and review on iTunes. To catch all the latest from Roderick, you can follow him on social media at manofjustice007. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.